0: Hello, people and robots of WPI. Welcome to a new podcast called Have You Heard? Our mission here is to bring together the WPI community and talk about ongoing projects here at the school. I'm one of your hosts, Lauren Watch. And I'm Caitlin Fickner,
1: the second host for the Have You Heard podcast. We are here at the AV Lab in Innovation Studio 219. This podcast will be a collaboration between the Global Lab and Tech News. We will be producing podcasts throughout the term Be sure to
0: check us out on Spotify and the Global Lab website. So a little bit about how this podcast is going to work. We're going to speak on the current main events and the main news that is happening here at WPI. We'll be able to talk to some faculty fellows, artists in residence, and hear about student projects and current exciting research around campus. We'll even get to listen to some horoscopes and the he said, she said advice column from the tech newspaper itself. Be sure to stay online during
1: our intermission, 30 Second 30 Words, which will include general news, sports, and
0: entertainment topics. You're listening to Have You Heard.
2: Empathize, engage, inquire, participate, collaborate, amplify.
0: Hi, everyone. It's Lauren Watch here, joined by President Lori Leshin in the AV Lab 219 in the Innovation Studio. Welcome, President Leshin. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's great to be with you. Uh, We didn't know if you wanted to do a little introduction for yourself, just to give our listeners. Everyone knows you're the president, but those who might not be from WPI listening.
3: Sure. Um, Yeah, my name's Lori Leshin. I've been president of WPI. I'm in my eighth year, actually, as president, which is impossible to believe but um, just happy to be with you and be in this beautiful space, which we built for all, all of you to do exactly this kind of work. So really bringing technology to bear to address big challenges. So excited to be a part of today's conversation.
0: Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Today, we're gonna to talk a little bit about mindfulness. So we'll just jump right in. President Leshin, how would you define mindfulness?
3: Yeah, I, I think it's, it to me, it's really about um, pre- presence, like being present in the moment and kind of taking ourselves out of, and I know I am super guilty of this, what's next, what's next, what's next, always thinking about the future or, oh my gosh, what just happened, as opposed to just being in the moment and actually being grounded in the present and then also kind of learning, and this is a real skill that you have to cultivate, to kind of watch your thoughts as they go by and learn to shape them in ways that um, that help us all have a sort of more positive existence, I think.
0: Right. So by now, most of students and staff have probably seen your email about the Be Well Together Day coming up. Right. How do you think this day will bring the WPI campus community to a better state of mind?
3: Yeah, we really hope that people will take advantage of Be Well Together Day, which is on November 2nd. We've, we've canceled classes, so there are no scheduled classes on that day. We're asking people not to schedule meetings or labs, except maybe in the service of building community. And uh, and so we'll have opportunities for people to engage through community building events, through some training, but we're not going to be too heavy-handed on the training. It's really about building community, being together, and resting, and just taking that moment, as was the longer break was about getting, uh, you know, resting our minds and our bodies and and just to, um, to take some time to really appreciate that we are part of a very special community here at WPI.
0: Right, definitely. How do you hope students will use
3: this day? Hoping it'll be a day where people can take their foot off the accelerator of I need to do, you know, how many things can I pack into this day? I hope it's not a day like that. I really hope it's a day where people just and breathe in this uh, this special community.
0: We also saw in your email regarding supporting mental health and well-being that there is a plan to launch a new center for well-being. Can you share any information about that? Yeah, um,
3: absolutely. I'm uh, I'm excited about it. Um, it's it's part of the strategic plan, and um, and again, you know, we're seeing a lot more help seeking for mental health issues, which is fantastic because basically for 15 years, we've been saying, ask for help, ask for help, ask for help, and, and people are, which is good, and it, what it's making clear is that the need for a focus not only on responding when someone is in a mental health crisis, that need is there, but how do we go up, kind of upstream from that and and think much more holistically about the health and well-being of our community, and that's really what the center is meant to be all about, so things like you know, mental health and mindfulness, uh, and well-being awareness training, peer initiatives, um, academic initiatives. So right right now we can be kind of siloed between student affairs and, you know, the counseling center and academic affairs and what's happening in the classroom. And the, the Center for Well-Being is really meant to try to bridge that and mm-hmm. bring people together more holistically across the organization. Um, and, and just leading the change around being a more well WPI. So there are early ideas, but we're, we'll we we'll launch it before the end of this year. We've, we've approved some funds to invest in it and um, are out um, getting ready to try to hire a director of it. And, and it's just, um, it's gonna take everybody's engagement to make it successful though. So excited to see how yeah. our community comes together to support this idea of sort of thinking about the health of our community
0: every day. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's such an important idea. Just making sure that you don't ask for help when you really need it, but just when you like continually always be ready to take help and know what you're going through and be mindful of what you're going through.
3: Absolutely. I think it's a lot like on the physical health side, if all we're doing is treating people who are sick, we don't have a healthy community, right? So we've got to Got to treat mental health and well-being the same way. We've got to do
0: more for everyone, kind of all the time. Could you speak on the role of the new mental health and well-being task force and its intended use for the WPI community? Yeah, I actually
3: just um, met with them yesterday uh, to talk a bit about some of their early um, observations and, and recommendations. So, you know, we 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 brought this group together in part to really jump start. The collaboration across faculty, staff, and students with this concept of what does Well WPI look like and how can we do more on that front? And um, so that was the first thing I asked them is, is talk, you know, lead our community in a conversation about what Well WPI looks like. Um, think about what additional programming we need, especially be focused on what's now coming to be called Be Well Together Day on, in, uh, on November 2nd thinking about early, you know, interventions on the academic side, what are, what are the academic opportunities, new courses, you know, thinking differently, maybe about our PE requirement instead of only physical education. Can we have, you know, mindfulness education too? And there's, there's a lot of opportunities, things that are already being thought about that we can accelerate and bring together. Culture change is a big one. Like, are we willing to really ask ourselves hard questions about our culture and articulate changes that might be needed? And, Think about how we might act on those changes and then technology we're a tech institution there's a lot of great research happening on this campus for technology tools that could be used to uh, advance health and well-being and then you know helping us to again really just jump get the center for well-being jump-started so that's what we asked them to do and and early on they're really focused on the the campus-wide day for uh, you know Be Well Together Day, and they've done some great thinking about that programming, and they're basically running with that. And then they've got a few other things as well that we're looking at, and including thinking about having such days in every term going forward. We've got to look at whether we can adjust the calendar and C and D term, but certainly next year as we start to build the academic calendar, having this kind of university-wide day where we um, come together and really work on our um mindfulness mental
0: and uh, you know other kinds of health is important right and i know they were just really assembled so that's really great they've taken a lot of action already yeah
3: they're not only up and running they're up and sprinting yeah (laughs) so um they've formed several sub teams uh, that are off working on different pieces of it and i met with the leads of those teams recently and it's um you know, their early thinking is happening fast, and then there's more work to do, and there's uh, six or seven students on it as well, Um, and so it's great to have student voices represented in all aspects of this.
0: And definitely the collaboration between students and staff, I think, is very beneficial, so the students kind of can fill the staff in on what's going on. The staff can also see for themselves, right, and that collaboration is just a really, a really great idea, I think. And having lots of faculty at the table as well. Yeah.
3: Getting our, we have the chair of our Faculty governance has a committee on advising and student life, and the chair of that committee and another member of that committee are both on the task force as well. So we're really tied in with our faculty leadership. So everybody's thinking about these issues, and I think it's 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 time we've got to make some changes. So excited to see what they come up with.
0: What are some other ways that WPI students can receive mental health assistance and support? I know you're talking about not waiting till the last second. Yeah. So.
3: But but I do think it starts really with self-care and like understanding the basics of 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 self-care and at which, you know, frighteningly are not complicated, <laughs> but are also not always that easy to achieve, which is about, um, you know, eating well, sleeping well. That's the one. If I could set my finger and change one thing at WPI, it's that everybody would sleep a little more uh, instead of that we have a bit of an all-nighter culture that I think is not great. So I think we've got to keep working on that. Um, uh, so eat well, sleep well, exercise a bit. You know, you don't have to run marathons to be uh, to do self-care, but but even just a good brisk walk or getting out and going to the rec center, um, and then social is the last piece of it. You know, connecting with other human beings, and so that. If we can sort of center on basic self-care and just really make choices that are gonna help us all do that just a little more than we might already do, that's gonna make a huge difference. And we have all kinds of other support systems. I, I always go back to the Student Development and Counseling Center as as our main resource for what well, mental health and wellness. They are extraordinary professionals who who like nothing more than helping students sort through what's going on with them, and they are Um, staffed up to be uh, responsive quickly and so if anybody needs help that's really great outreach Um, student support network active minds there are lots of great student organizations on this campus but honestly connecting with any student organization is going to be able to help folks be more a part of this community and advance their mental health
0: is there any just one last question Mm -hmm. is there any ways that you practice mindfulness throughout the day or try to? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will say I'm, I'm a better teacher than doer on that front. But, mm-hmm. you know, for me, so I have a, my dog at home and my dog is like a big part of my grounding and mindfulness. Just spending a little bit of time with him just always sort of brings me back to a calm place, whether that's taking him out in the morning or the evening or it's funny at night. I'll often go to bed before my husband, so I'll get in bed and then he'll jump up on the bed and lay on my husband's pillow, like like a human would lay there and like stare at me. And I say, he's my dog husband. And, and so just like that little moment, like there's just something about um, connecting with animals that to me is always very, very soothing. I love that, that's great.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. We really appreciate it. And that's President Lori Leshin in our talk on mindfulness today. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to Have You Heard? Now, 30 seconds, 30 words. The best way to capture moments is to pay attention. This is how we cultivate mindfulness. Mindfulness means being awake. It means knowing what you're doing. John Cabot Lynn. Wellness is the complete integration of body, mind, and spirit.
1: The realization that everything we do, think, feel, and believe has an effect on our state of well-being. Greg Anderson. Have you heard what's happening at WPI? Let's listen in. We're here today in the Department of Arts and Sciences office in Salisbury, and we have a special guest, Dean King. She is the Dean of the Arts and Sciences Department. Can you tell us a little bit about your position at WPI?
2: My position is the Peterson Family Dean of Arts and Sciences, which just really became a school along with the School of Engineering about two years ago. And my position here is actually to move all of our departments together in synergies to understand what arts and sciences mean at WPI and to make sure that we are focused on critical part of WPI. And basically what we say that in the arts and sciences, we are creators, we're innovators, we have a product of what we talk about as imagine, innovate, integrate and impact, because those are the things that we bring to WPI.
1: I've heard you're the co-chair of the Mental Health and Wellbeing Task Force. I am. Can you tell us a little bit about
2: that? So prior to coming to WPI, I was in the Department of Psychiatry at UMass Medical School for 23 years. And in that department, I spent a lot of time doing research on mental health disorders. And because of that, when I got here to WPI, I have been really interested in the mental health of our students. And it's one of the things that I would say I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about student mental health And given our recent loss in our community, we talked about how do we proceed? How do we go forward in a way that's more deliberate about how we integrate student mental health into wellness and into our daily lives? And because of my background, I think the president asked me to be the co-chair of this task force because mental health is something I've been doing all my life. It's a task force that's looking at the ways that WPI could come together in wellness. We are really about making sure we're proactive about students' wellness. And it's not just about illness, but how do we stay well? So the Mental Health Task Force will look at all different options that we have on the table to make sure that our students stay engaged, they stay well, and the wellness becomes a focus of the entire campus. So it's not just wellness in terms of mental wellness, but physical wellness, spiritual wellness, whatever our students need, making sure that we're here to be the platform and to be the support system for you to get your needs met. And we really wanna make sure that we have all of those covered. We have a wellness center that we're thinking about and trying to figure out how we'll do that. We have a wellness day coming up that we want you to really make sure that you participate in. But again, wellness is about what we do every single day and how do we really take time to be well? How do we take time to sleep and to take care of ourselves and to take care of our friends? So it's not just about academic wellness, which we want for you also but we want the total wellness of our students on campus.
1: Is there anything specific that will be going on on the mental health and wellness day?
2: We are just in that moment where we're thinking about what that's gonna look like. So one of the things I could say is that many of us on the task force, and I think across campus, including our faculty, students, and staff again, We have been thinking about how to become more of a cohesive community, how to keep building community. So I think a lot of it will be around community forming. Like how do we form communities? How do we sustain our communities? So a lot of it will be gathering together to have fun together. So to probably eat together and reflect together and sort of exercise together. But it's gonna be about getting people together I know for some people wellness means sitting in their room and taking the day off, and that will be fine also. It's not defined by us, but if you really wanna interact, there will be opportunities to do that. Uh, COVID has been so much about isolation, which is a major stressor. So I think one of the things we really wanna do if we accomplish nothing else is to get spaces and places for our community to come together. So look out for a lot of those ways to do that. But again, it's gonna be specific to the individual, but I'm looking forward to us eating together. I am calling it a eat, pray, love day when we get to do all of that. But mainly the focus is how do we get together? How do we stay together? How do we build together and how we be well together?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely been hard with COVID and mm-hmm. all the isolation. And it's nice that we're finally like coming back to in-person yeah. and doing everything together.
2: I agree. And I can't wait for when, you know, we could see each other's full faces and get in a sense that we're smiling or not. And, you know, I smile a lot under my mask and realize nobody knows I'm smiling. And I can't wait to see your smiles. I have been dying to see your smiles again. And I love our students and I'm grateful we're here. And. We're humbled by what has been going on in COVID, but we also know that together, we'll, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there together and we'll be well together. And we're looking forward to that.
1: Thank you so much for taking the time today to meet with us.
2: I appreciate you. I, I am so excited about this. I, I can't stop smiling. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. Can't wait to do this again once we have some definite plans in place. But thank you for um, stopping to think about student mental health and student wellness. I think the more of us that are thinking about it, the better able we will be to make sure we stay well together. Thank you.
0: You were just listening to President Lori Leshin and Dean King. Now, 30 seconds, 30 words. Do you want to try practicing mindfulness? Here are a few tips. Try some breathing exercises or listening to some guided meditations. Eating mindfully, spending time outside, focusing on the task at hand. Try to feel all your feelings, find a hobby or engage in physical activity.
2: Empathize, engage, inquire, participate, collaborate, amplify
0: you're listening to Have You Heard. And now let's hear about the innovative projects going on here at WPI. Now we have a student interview with David Hinckley.
1: He is a WPI student studying management engineering in his BS with a concentration in civil and an MS in management. He is currently developing an application called Pallet with a large group of collaborators at WPI as part of his MQP. His aim is to innovate in the procurement of building materials within the construction industry.
4: Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me.
1: So you're a senior at WPI. You've already done IQP and MQP. How has your project worked at WPI opened your horizon to this new market opportunity?
4: Oh, yeah. So um, my IQP was actually starting. It was kind of the basis for Pallet. Um, I went to one of my professors at the time, uh, last A term. Given that we couldn't go away for IQP, I figured maybe this is a good opportunity for me to try to do my own project. Uh, so I went to Rob Sarney and I asked him about some of the ideas I had for innovating the construction industry. He evolved the idea, and he connected me with anactus, which is an entrepreneurship group on campus. Uh, from there, I was able to turn into my own IQP, uh, where I brought on one of my friends, Ryan Menard. And then we also had Curtis Abel and Rob as our advisors. Um, And we interviewed and surveyed over 100 people in the construction industry over the three terms that we did our IQP. And we found that material procurement and essentially the pre-construction area was a real big challenge for people in the industry. Uh, So we decided that we wanted to focus on that. And so we started recruiting a team um, that included software developers, business people, um, engineers, all from WPI students. Um, as well as all faculty advisors, to start to kind of put together this idea that we had for material delivery. Um, and we went through a program called ICor, which is uh, sponsored by the National Science Foundation and a partnership between WPI and MIT. And we looked at doing 30 additional interviews throughout that process so we could really make sure that we were understanding the customer engagement and to make sure that we were providing a product that everyone in- was interested in. So project opportunities for WPI has been awesome for me. I've been able to network and really connect with a lot of people um, and be able to do something that I really enjoy.
1: Can you elaborate a little bit more about how you see Pallet bringing together the processes needed to bring customers their needs? Yeah,
4: absolutely. Um, a big part of Pallet is bringing these local stores up to the e-commerce platform. Uh, right now, you have big big box stores like Home Depot and Lowe's that really kind of have the market share they you know it's the first place you think of oh i need a can of paint you're probably going to one of those two stores you don't think of the mom and pop shop or the smaller chain hardware store that may be right down the street from you could have better prices and maybe better service as well um, a lot of those don't have online based inventory so palette would actually allow them to bring themselves to a new updated platform without really having to pay all of that additional fees for marketing for getting your inventory online all we do is we integrate with their existing inventory systems, and then that will provide it so everyone can search what you're looking for. Of course, there's always going to be issues with inventory if there's theft or maybe someone accidentally incorrectly uh, put something in there. If that happens, then you know the app's just as good as the way your inventory system is kept, but it's still going to help promote your store much further than your existing customers.
1: How did you go about starting your own project and idea for your MQP?
4: So um, I originally had that idea, and I know I spoke about it a little earlier. I went to one of my professors, um, but I highly encourage everyone, if you have an idea, to go do it. Go follow it. There's so many resources on campus, um, from just the Innovation Entrepreneurship Center um, to the Tech Advisors Network, Mentors in Residence, Tinkerbox, all these different uh, resources, as well as awesome professors. If you have an idea, go talk to someone. If they're willing to support you on it, um, you know, maybe it's one of your professors, they can be an advisor for you. Could be an independent study, could be an IQP, could be an MQP. Um, it's much better for you if you work on a project that you're passionate about, because you don't care about how long you're working on it. I worked on this since last October, running on almost a year now. Um, and honestly, I, I, it doesn't bother me if I work 40 hours a week on this, plus working job, plus doing classes. Like, This, to me, is fun because I see a potential for it Um, rather than if you're working on one of your traditional projects that's kind of required, may not be something that you're interested in. So, like I said, all students should just go to someone on campus, start talking to them. I know all the INE faculty would be more than welcome or more than happy to speak with you. Um, I'd be more than happy to speak with you to kind of get things started. Um, Like I said, there's all those clubs on there, too, like Enactus. Um, They'd be willing to help you out all of these different clubs and organizations on campus, um, professors, anyone is there for the good resources for starting your own project.
1: Yeah, it's great to focus on a project that you're interested in.
4: Absolutely. I mean, we pivoted. Um, I went from VR blueprints to what we called BPS, which is Bidding Procurement Scope, and then to Pallet. So in the course of a couple of months, we changed our idea multiple times, but that was all because of the resources we had. Otherwise, we might have went to market with something that would fail right away. But instead, we utilized these resources, the advisors that we had, uh, the I Corps program to really kind of test our idea out. So that way, hopefully, when we got to this MQP stage, we could develop something that was really good. And then hopefully, we can get to market with a product that makes us money. Where
1: do you hope to see Pallet by the end of this year or in two years?
4: Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great question. I mean, I'd love to, uh, by the end of 2021, I, I'd love for us to be integrated with one store. Um, if we're integrated one store, we can understand what the inventory system is that they have. Um, and we know every store is going to be different. Every every place keeps things differently. Um, you know, if they're a chain store, that's, that's better. Because more than likely, they're keeping a very similar inventory style. Um, but if we can integrate, make that partnership with one, uh, that'd be awesome. By the end of 2022, I'd love to be actually out there and having deliveries being made. Um, we want to make the connections to... Uh, companies like Uber or DoorDash to actually do some of our delivery, um, but being integrated with all these stores will allow for that customer to search and see if you have 10 stores in your area. It's much better than if you're just searching that one store. Um, ultimately, the goal is we've built this to be a scalable model. So if there's an Uber driver somewhere uh, or a you know a gig economy driver anywhere, and there's a hardware store and they're connected with pallet then It should be able to travel across the U.S. We saw with the pandemic, everyone loves delivery. Uh, Food services really took off and curbside pickup really took off. So if you could save people time, even for a box of screws or a two by four, they're willing to pay for it because they get to stay at their house and and get to go.
1: Thank you for coming and being part of this podcast.
4: Thank you very much, appreciate it. Hoping Pallet is able to go a lot further than the MQP as well, so.
0: This has been Have You Heard with Lauren Watch and Caitlin Fickner,
1: a collaboration between Global Lab and Tech News. Until next time,
0: thank you.